Welcome to Funny Parents, everybody. Uh, I am Pat Shea. And I am Mary Teresa Archibald. And we are coming to you now from Christmas, Christmas Eve. Eve. Woohoo! Christmas Eve. Oh, my Eve. goodness. I can't believe we've made it. And Merry Christmas to everyone. Yes. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's been a year, everyone. It's been a year. Right. And then... And then in a week, it'll be January 1st, 2021, and everything will be done, right? Right, because 2020 will be over. Yeah, exactly, right? And then everything's done, and everything's going to be just fine. Right. We won't be remote learning. <laughs> no, that we will certainly be remote learning. Um, so, hi, Funny Parents listeners. Uh, first, we want to give shout-outs to those that threw up some reviews for us oh, on Apple. Oh, thank you so uh, much. Molly Madison 101, uh, who shared with us that she started a new job a couple weeks ago, and she was struggling to find something to listen to that she can enjoy and comprehend. And not only does she burst out laughing at random times while cleaning toilets, which I totally appreciate, um, <laughs> but I have to sit down and catch my breath because these stories are so relatable, even to someone who is just an aunt. Yeah. And thank you, Molly, for this. I get you. I was an aunt many times over before I became a mother, and yeah. I... Love hearing although, those stories. Although, hey, th there's no such thing as just an aunt. That's true. You are, uh, my sisters are such a huge part of my kid's life. And uh, and Mary's six brothers yes. are such a huge part of our kid's lives. And uh, yeah, I mean, no such thing as just an aunt. Uh, and also, thank you, Mommy from Murfreesboro. Uh <laughs> I, I love these listening to these stories keep us sane as well. You said this literally keeps me sane and positive these days. That's that's so much of first why we started this and later why we picked it back up again, uh, because uh, relating with our friends uh, over when we're separated by distance and by, you know, uh, parenting responsibilities has been so helpful for us. And so we love that you feel that way too. Yes. And we thanks. And we hope this brings a few moments of humor for you to keep yeah. it going. Because <laughs> if we don't laugh, we'd all cry. Yeah. Right. Uh, and we also want to give a shout out to the folks buying merchandise, merchandising, yes. merchandising <laughs> on our red bubble store, funny parents, uh, enjoy the mugs, the notebooks. We appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, and and uh, moving forward, we do want to tease something that's going to be. We'll talk a little bit more about the next episode, uh, but it's going to happen right after that. We're going to be offering a workshop, and it's the sort of thing. Actually, we do this all the time. It's just we separate out that side of our lives, and that's actually with a functional website. More on Funny Parents website in a moment, um, <laughs> but that's with an actual literal functional website, reasonably, and uh, and we wanted to tease that to you in case you were curious about it because we're offering a free, free workshop early next month. Uh, yeah, so Friday, January eighth in the evening Eastern time, we will be offering a free workshop. Uh, again, this is what we do by day, as long as as well as performing, yeah. uh, is we have a workshop for parents called Improv Your Child's Ram, building up resilience, adaptability, and mindset uh, in our kids by also building that in ourselves. Uh, and it'll be a free workshop on Zoom. You can find out more information about that on our semi-functional website, trueplayimprov.com. Yeah. Um, and I say semi-functional because we are two performers. Yeah. <laughs> and... And and we will also be posting it on facebook.com slash funny parents. Uh, and last episode, I did promise an actual funny parents website. Yep, you did. And it is nearly halfway done. Uh, so the accountability <laughs> did 
kind of work. Semi-inspire it. Yes. It's coming. It is. It might be more done by the time this actually gets up. It's the holidays. Exactly. Uh, So now. We are so excited to have this guest with us today. This is Nikki Margolis. And Nikki, years and years and years ago. There was actually an improv group called the Pat Shea Dancers. We were a house team at Improv Olympic in Chicago. And Nikki was one of our marquee players. Uh, even if uh, the group carried my name, it was definitely known for our amazing, our amazing female improvisers. Um, and Nikki was one of our marquee players. Uh, so much so that I would meet people at parties and they would say, no, you're not Pat Shea. Pat Shea is a girl. Um, yes, it was a confusing time in yes. Chicago. But Nikki is also an alum of the Second City, the famed Second City. Yes, and she was a stage, a house stage performer at the Second City ETC, uh, which is... Uh, big deals. Yeah. Big yeah, deals. That's a big deal. And she is now a mama to two kids that she is full on remote learning. Yeah. She's also uh, holds a master de- master's degree in conflict resolution. Yeah. She's fancy. Mm-hmm. And she is going to share with us uh, her experiences of a Jewish mom and Christmas. I wanted to talk about, you know, since it's the holidays, I thought it would be fun to talk about how my six-year-old daughter um, keeps, like, teaching me the spirit of Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, first of all, I should start this by saying I'm Jewish, okay? (laughs) But I do love Christmas. I have, um, I have loved Christmas. Like, we celebrated as kids. Like, we had, like, a Christmas Mm -hmm. tree, but we always did the the typical Jewish thing on Christmas, which was to get Chinese food and go to a movie, you know? And so like, I'd see all my Jewish friends at at Jimmy Sang's. That's where we went. (laughs) (laughs) And um, so, um, but, you know, I've always really, what I love about Christmas is like the lights and the, I think I like all the pagan stuff about Christmas, you know? (laughs) So, But um, it started last year. My friend had like a, um, a block party. She has a Christmas block party every year, except for this year, of course. And they had, um, are you still there? Sorry. Yeah, my, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, so they had uh, my a neighbor who dresses up as Santa and all the kids like stand in line to ask Santa a question. Now I have always been creeped out by that whole situation. <laughs> like, mm. I've never, even when I was a kid, when you go to the mall and everyone's in line and I was like, why do they want to talk to that guy? Like I knew it wasn't the real Santa. <laughs> and I was like, I don't want to like sit on a stranger's lap and like talk to him. Like the whole thing seemed just weird to me. So I've carried that with me. Yeah. And then uh, my daughter was like, mom, can, can I ask Santa for something? And I was like, Oh, you really, you want to? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, Oh, okay. And you were standing in line and she like looks up at me and she's like, do, do I have to sit on his lap in order to get a present? And I was like, no, (laughs) you never have to do anything you don't want to do for someone to give you something. I was just like, (laughs) lesson in life, like never put yourself in a situation where, you you know, you never need to be uncomfortable around somebody for them to give you something. (laughs) 
you know, so then, so we're standing in line and I'm kind of dreading this. I'm like, oh, it's going to be so awkward. Like, I, you know, I don't like this. And, and she goes up and you know, she's wearing this like ball, this pink balaclava, you know, that's like where it covers like your head and your mouth. And, and she's so like tiny and innocent and, you know, and, and the guy's really nice. And she's like, tells him that she wants this Melissa and Doug tortilla set, you know, <laughs> oh, yes. and, and she's like, I want a tortilla set, like really quietly. And he's like, okay, you know, and then, and I'm watching her and she's so sweet. And then he's like, okay. And he hands her a little gift. And then she's mm-hmm. like, thank you, Santa. Oh. And I just start crying and I was like what is this like this like it was like this moment where I was like she's just so innocent and I was like I get it Christmas is magical (laughs) (laughs) and she was just like so so sweet about it and I was like okay like that you know I I can be cynical about some things and I get it now like I, I totally like she really saw Santa in that moment and who am I to be like, that's just a weird neighbor, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> so then just like a couple weeks ago. So, you know, obviously we're living in a pandemic. There's so many movies that are coming out. And it used to be like really special when we'd be like, hey, kids, like, let's watch a movie after dinner. But now I feel like we do it a lot. Like we watch a lot of movies, yeah. you know, because it's like, yeah. and especially with it being Christmas, there's all these Christmas movies. And to me, I hold Christmas movies as like being like just like so special. Because remember when we were kids, it was like, uh, you know, a Christmas story is going to be on at eight o'clock on Thursday and we have to be yeah. home to watch it, yes. you know, and it was like a big deal when those specials came out. But now you can pretty much access them anytime you want. But I still hold that like it's special feeling. And we were going to watch Jingle Jangle. Mm. And Sadie's like, I really I don't want to watch Jingle Jangle. And I was like, oh, really? I think I heard it's supposed to be really good. It's got like dancing and and, sh- and singing. And she was like, no, I. I don't like Christmas movies. And I was like, really? Like, (laughs) I've just never heard a child say that before, you know? And and I was like, why? And she's like, I don't know, because most of them are just not good. (laughs) You're right. Like, they're not. They're not good. And so, um, but I was just like, okay. But then she's just like, all I want is to never have to watch a Christmas movie again. (laughs) And so then my son and I are crying laughing because it is really funny that a six-year-old is like, fuck Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Stupid movies that are dumb and I don't like it, you know? And so we're laughing and I'm like, she's like, stop laughing at me. I was like, I swear I'm not laughing at you. I just said, I'm like, I just, I'm just so shocked that you feel this way about it, you know? And then she's so mad that we're laughing and she mm-hmm. goes, well, she goes, I don't want to watch Christmas movies and thanks for ruining Christmas. And she <laughs> stormed up to her room and I just died. I was like ruining it. I don't know. And so she comes back down and and I was like, I'm sorry. Like, we're not trying to ruin Christmas. Like, tell me like what. What does Christmas mean to you? Like to me, it's really special to watch movies and have this time together. And and she, I was like, what is what does it mean to you? And she was like, I don't know, spending time with your family, playing games, 
not staring at a screen. And I was like, damn. Oh my gosh. (laughs) And so we, I was like, hey, you're right. And I said, thanks for saying that. That's like, that's amazing. And I said, what do you want to do? And she's like, I don't know. Let's like, let's make Christmas decorations. And I said, okay. And we sat down and we started like painting ornaments and do again, stuff that I was like, I am not going to do that because I don't need Christmas to be magical. And then of course it was magical. We were like painting and it was so wonderful. And I was like, this is what Christmas is about. (laughs) Oh, wow. So yeah, she's, she's taught me the meaning of Christmas. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. God, that's amazing! Oh. That is, oh yeah. my gosh! Wow! Yeah, yes, her her wisdom is beyond her years. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this isn't a Christmas bit of wisdom, but it's still a good story. Uh-huh. <laughs> she. Um, there was one night where I was like, you know, hugging the kids. And I was like, oh, I just like, I love you so much. It hurts, you know? And Sadie's like, maybe that's why you, your tummy hurts all the time. And I said, yes, that's it. I was like, I'm just holding in all my love for you. And she goes, try farting it out. <laughs> <laughs> so now whenever I fart, I'm like, I'm expressing my love. <laughs> <laughs> Always good to end on a fart joke. That's what I think. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my Every single time. Oh, wow. I can't stand getting schooled by my now seven-year-old about what matters. But they have a way of just... (laughs) Cutting right to the chase of it. Yeah. You know? And I mean, for the love of God, the girl wanted a Melissa and Doug tortilla set. <laughs> I mean, this is a kid after Pat's heart. Pat will eat any Mexican food you put in front of him at yes. any given moment in time. But it's so beautifully simple and touching. Mm-hmm. And regardless of how you how cynical we can all be in the world, to hear that moment, it yeah. just lifts your heart that the innocent kids are still there leading us. Absolutely. Yeah. And so as we wrap up, we hope that you and your family are first of all safe Mm -hmm. and healthy. And if they're not, we pray that they will be safe and healthy soon and that you are spending time with your loved ones this holiday season. We are extremely grateful here at the end of 2020 for funny parents because it has been truly one of the only bright spots for 2020 for us. And (laughs) I know that sounds bad, but it's 2020. And this was, there are a lot of nice things that have happened this year. Uh, It's just, they're all in the context of, uh, of finding them in the middle of a huge pile of poop. Yep. Yes. But we are grateful to you, our listeners, and we're grateful that we get to share these stories from our friends. And uh, we wish you all a safe and healthy and happy holiday season. And we will see you in the brand spanking new 2021, where everything's just going to be better. Exactly. Take care. Take care.